Welcome to Real Chills Podcast. Real scary. Real silly. Real, real stories. Real Chills is a podcast of true paranormal stories hosted by Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski. Two comics who want to know more about the strange shit that goes on in the world. Each episode, we invite a guest to share their real stories. We talk about shadow people. Aliens. Encounters with cryptids. Psychic twins. Unexplained happenings. And of course, ghosts, ghosts, ghosts. What's that? You want more? We also bring up hot topics and paranormal news and play spooky slash goofy games with our guests. Let's get to it. So growing up, I was a really weird child. Looking back on it as an adult, I was like, I was a really cool kid. <laughs> but, you know, as a kid, thinking about how I was compared to my peers, I was such a weird kid. I was really strange. You know, I was basically a junior paranormal investigator at <laughs> like the age of nine. <laughs> my school library had such a nice selection of library books. It was a fancy school library. Let's be honest. It was the 90s. Mm-hmm. And they had books about like the Loch Ness Monster about UFOs, about ESP. And I would check them out constantly. Like I memorized the ESP book inside and out. I was obsessed with it. But the UFO ones were the ones that really captured my imagination and made me feel real fear, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like the Loch Ness Monster was like, Scotland, Scotland even exists, I don't know. (laughs) But aliens, they were like right here, like in New Mexico. And I had been to Arizona. I was like, this is basically (laughs) the same thing. What was really interesting, though, is like, you know, as a kid, you can be afraid of so many different things. But UFOs were the ones that really, like, got to me. This might share my age a little bit, but I came out when the X-Files first appeared (laughs) on Fox Television Network. (laughs) Did you watch the X-Files growing up? I didn't. (laughs) I love... Have you seen it since? I have. Yeah. So the X-Files... Did it scare you as an adult or did you? It's pretty horrifying still. Yeah. (laughs) What were your favorite kinds of episodes? I like the mystery ones more than the like, I mean, I guess they're all mysterious, right? Yeah. I mean, I always liked the ones about the government cover ups of the aliens because that is like the fodder for a real crisis of existence. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was terrifying. And as a precocious child, like I was just like, well, the, the government is definitely hiding this information. <laughs> I mean, I can barely find these books on UFOs in my school library. <laughs> the X-Files, you know, I liked that show. It was a great thing. My dad and I would sit down to watch it every week. It was super fun. But my one criticism of the X-Files is that it wasn't real. I knew it wasn't mm-hmm. real. You know, mm-hmm. even as a kid, I was just like, oh, this is fake. I want to see the real shit. There's only so many times that you can reread the same library books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I sort of just got into other things boys I don't know uh whatever comes after my little ponies whatever those types of things were I was really into them I was always so annoyed that the X-Files was totally made up because I wanted to believe right. I needed to see <laughs> cold hard evidence that's what I wanted I still thought a lot about aliens as I got older my family moved from Pennsylvania to of all places Texas in 1995 and then the Fox Network released Alien autopsy fact or fiction. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you remember? Have, did you ever see yes, that? Yeah. The yeah. images of that. Horrifying. Especially when they like split the body. Uh, it's bleeding. I was just like, oh my it. gosh, like this is amazing. This has to be real. This is fact, right? Mm-hmm. But even then, you're, you're still asking the question and they're presenting it to you like, is this real? We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it was really interesting though because I loved it because it could be real. It was definitely a little bit more believable. Uh, you know, even the the question of the authenticity, it was in its name, fact or fiction. And as I sat watching it, I was like, maybe Fox is releasing this like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> this is a funny joke, but really some rogue member of the programming department was getting this important scientific mm. discovery out to the people where it belonged. <laughs> <laughs> so that show, it really messed me up and then it made me want to watch all of the other shows that came after it. So after Alien, after Alien Abduction Factor Fiction, all of these like knockoffs came off of like real vampires mm. question mark <laughs> or uh or creatures of the night those types of shows they would come on and it was at a time where you couldn't like on demand things so i would wait i would watch them mm. i'd like plan for them i would read the tv guide in the newspaper <laughs> to find out when all of, like mm. the hot shows were coming out all of these networks were putting out their own versions of these shows uh and then when i was 12 we were still living in texas and i was home alone my Family had gone to my brother's ice hockey game, which was far away. I was allowed to stay mm-hmm. home on my own. And um, we lived in this really interesting house that had huge windows. We had two dogs. And I was like, oh, it's fine. The dogs will protect me. Like, if anything weird happens. like Because dogs always know if there's ghosts mm-hmm, or weird shit happening. Sure. So I was like, oh, this is totally fine. So I settled in. I went to watch some TV. I'm pretty sure I was, like, watching Dawson's Creek. And then mm-hmm. I was like, Dawson's Creek is over. What do I watch now? I'm flipping through the channels, and I find... What I can only describe as like the most horrifying thing I've seen on TV. <laughs> it was a show where it was a home video. And I, I came on a couple minutes after it started. So I don't really know what happened in the beginning. And in this video, they had a family being abducted and invaded by aliens. <laughs> it was awful. It was taken on a home movie camera. These like kids were like running back and forth. Like adults were crying. Mm-hmm. At one point, it has like a shot of this what looked like a gray alien zap a cow to death (laughs) and then it like shot the one guy who was like being recorded and it Mm -hmm. burned him there was all this weird stuff that happened in the video like the truck wouldn't start because some kind of electromagnetic radiation had melted the Mm -hmm. battery and so they're all stranded and the aliens are closing in. You hear these noises on the roof. People are like getting upset. They're all screaming and crying. All of a sudden, everybody feels this like radiation burning sensation and they all have like burns on their necks. It was just awful. And, and it's a whole movie that they're uh-huh. airing on TV. They aired it on the UPN network, which <laughs> was like this network that had Moesha and mm-hmm. like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But for some reason, they were playing some video about this family being abducted. <laughs> it was awful. I was so upset. I, Mm -hmm. you know, I couldn't tear my eyes away, but I was also watching this and there was like no contextual information. There wasn't like based on a true story or I was just like, what the fuck is this show that (laughs) I'm seeing right now? And so all this stuff's happening. The family's freaking out. The one kid with the camera gets separated. And at the end, it just kind of goes blank. Like it just ends. Mm -hmm. And this is before the Blair Witch Project, right? (laughs) This is before that. So I'm just like, what the fuck did I just watch? Mm-hmm. I was like freaking out. I was like having an anxiety attack. I turned all of the lights in my family's house. I was like looking at my dogs. I was holding my dogs. They're fine. Like they're just like, why are you upset? And I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to go to my room. I'm going to put my head under the covers. I'm just going to wait for my parents to come home. It's going to be totally fine. Totally going to be fine. It's totally going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. So I go upstairs. All the lights are on. I go into my bedroom. And as you're wa- I'm walking past the door into my bedroom, like freaking out. I see this shadow behind my door. Uh I lose my shit. I start Mm -hmm. screaming. I scream. I run out of my bedroom. I run downstairs. I like 
and locked in the bathroom. I'm just like fucking hysterical. Cannot be consoled. I finally am just like, what am I doing here? I got to like pull myself together. My parents are going to be home. I'm still a cool teenager. <laughs> yeah. I am 12 years old in Texas. <laughs> I shop at a hot topic. I really need to get my shit <laughs> yeah. together and like man up here. Mm-hmm. I just need you to get my shit together. And so my family comes home. I like don't really want to tell them what happened, but I also do not want to go back up to my bedroom. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm going to set the house on fire. We're just done <laughs> living here now. <laughs> Because my house backed up to the part that was still undeveloped in our neighborhood, which is where apparently the goat man lived. No, the yeah. goat man. So I also could not go outside because what if the goat man was mm-hmm. there, right? So I get home. I'm like, I'm upset. I've been crying. My mom's like, what's wrong with you? I'm just like, nothing. I'm fine. I watch something sad on TV. I just, can you just come upstairs with me? I just need, I just need some like, all the lights. They're like, why are the lights on? Electricity is not free. Yeah. But I'm just like, mom, I I can't want to talk about it. I just need you to come upstairs with me. So my mom goes upstairs. My heart's racing. We're walking up together. I like have her by the wrist because I'm like, I'm too old to hold my mom's hand. But I need to know that she's right here. (laughs) So I go, I'm just like, I just saw something weird in here before. I just want to check it out. Maybe there's like a scorpion or something. Can we just look? (laughs) She's like, okay. (laughs) So we get into that room and I'm like, like taking like, okay, okay. I'm just going to look behind the door Mm -hmm. and then it's all cool. It's cool. And if aliens are here to abduct at least my mom is here too and we're both <laughs> yeah. gonna abduct we'll be in this together mm. and i i pull the door back and i see my robe Ooh, wow i know <laughs> i see my robe uh hanging in front of my mm-hmm. secret devon sawa poster from a tiger <laughs> magazine nice <laughs> yeah but it was like this robe mm. just hanging on the back of the door yeah. that i totally forgot about that freaked me out damn but all of the like anxiety and pressure i felt in that moment i felt like I felt real stupid. Let's be honest. Right. I felt really dumb. <laughs> mm. But it was like so emotionally upsetting that several years later, when I was like hard in my 20s, mm-hmm. when I saw a real UFO in the center <laughs> of Pennsylvania, I was like, this is fine. This is fine. <laughs> like, at least it's not getting abducted by aliens in my house right. in Texas. When I saw the UFO in um, Pennsylvania, I was driving from Pittsburgh back to my parents' house mm. over near Philadelphia. And I can only tell you... I'm very skeptical about, right. is mm-hmm. this a UFO? This is probably some kind of weird thing I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it was like an alien spacecraft, but it was definitely something that was flying that I could not identify. I was like, this isn't a regular plane. Is this some kind of government nonsense? What is mm-hmm. this? Uh, and the only way I can describe it is it was a light flying across the sky in this like erratic kind of pattern too quickly. And it would split into two different lights and then it would come back together or it would fly near each other. And it was like, going away and like switching directions that it just wasn't an airplane. It just wasn't something that I could explain. Mm -hmm. But also I was driving through the center of Pennsylvania, which if you've been in the center of Pennsylvania, you also know you do not stop your car. (laughs) No. Get out to look at anything. (laughs) You just keep moving. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's my, that's my story. Wow. That was a really good story. (laughs) It's hard because like, I know that like the, it is that whole mind playing tricks on you right, kind of thing. Right. But I mean, that fear is super real. And then I think that sometimes that fear primes you. Yeah. In positions sure. to see other things. And then it affects how you mm-hmm. encounter things that you really can't explain. I think the the thing about like being alone when you're that age is also just hor- everything is horrifying. Like Oh yeah, all of existence like, is painful and difficult yeah. for sure. Like anytime you're alone in your house, you're gonna feel that like, oh, there's definitely a murder like in my room waiting for me. Yes. That and then vibe. I feel like I've been in houses that are probably haunted and as an adult I'm just like, That's fine. <laughs> yeah, like, as you, you get can live older, here. you're just like, ugh. 
whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're like I hope me. that you clean up after yourselves. You just don't make a mess. So you saw a UFO and you were just like, fuck this. That's how you felt about it? I mean, your I, whole childhood is like, I want to see My one. whole life, I wanted to see a UFO. Yeah. I just wanted to see one. Right. I, I was like, I was like, it was at a time in my 20s where we had flip phone cameras. So right. there's just like, you, there's no good way to take a photograph. I was like, no one's going to believe me. I'm seeing this thing. I can't explain it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not stopping to get out of my car. That's for sure. Hell no. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, I, I guess I'm seeing this. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't close enough that I was like, right. am I going to get beamed up? I like, I was like, am I going to miss time? I was <laughs> yeah. really excited. I was like, maybe I'll experience missing time. That'd and that'll be, cool. be weird. Yeah. But I didn't. Yeah. But I did see a thing in the sky. Could not explain. Wow. And you Le- weren't afraid at all. I was like, I was interested. It was really uh-huh. interesting. And I was kind of just like, what the fuck is going on here? Right. But I wasn't like 12 year old Alyssa. What mm-hmm. the fuck is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I love that you brought your mom too as like a sacrifice. You're like, <laughs> you're like, whatever. <laughs> like, I know. Like in retrospect, you're just like, well, you just needed my mom. I was like, yeah, no, like sure. my mom's, if we see something crazy, I'm running. Like I'm yeah, prepared I'm to leaving run. You. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's my love you, mom. Bye. <laughs> my sister and I shared a room, and we had two entrance ways to our room. So of course, my dad, being evil and a psychopath, <laughs> he would sneak up like the back way and scare us. Mm-hmm. That's how I knew Amanda was never ever gonna be a ride or die because she was in the bed closest to the door, and every time he'd start coming up the hallway, she would just run, and I would be so dead. Like I'm like, God damn it, because like <laughs> I was in the bed on the other side, so like, yeah. It's like that sometimes with family. You got to sacrifice. I was the sacrifice. <laughs> like, I understood, too. I'd be like, remember me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, avenge my dad. Yeah, avenge me. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's crazy. That's a fun story. Thanks. Yeah, thanks so much for sharing it. You're welcome. Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa. You can't see it on Hearts. the internet, but I'm definitely, you know, Devin Sawa. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> What are he's up to now? Whatever the ghost of his career is doing. <laughs> yeah, we should have that on an episode later. <laughs> Here's some fun facts after your case, Alyssa. Uh, did you know that you can buy alien abduction insurance? Whoa. <laughs> yep. It's a real thing. And if you've ever thought about investing in alien abduction insurance, you're not alone. There's a few pa- places online you can find more information, but the best overview is found from a site called thebalance.com. Also known as UFO insurance, this insurance will cover things like medical care or home repair costs in the event that you can, quote, prove you've been abducted by non-human life forms, so aliens or my little brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it. Certain policies cover alien pregnancy for both men and women. Progressive. I know. I like it. Not the insurance company. Just, just the, <laughs> the, the progressive. Yeah, that's great. Where were we? Uh, for both men and women, and death caused by aliens, which is weird. But How do like, you who's file gonna? That claim? <laughs> yeah, like who's gonna? Like, yeah, I saw my dad get murdered by aliens. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's a next of kin thing. It's like the opposite of what is that? Never mind. I was gonna say Batman, but that doesn't make sense. Can we cut that out? <laughs> I don't know. I don't leave know. it in. I saw Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah, some of these companies, like the UFO Abduction Insurance Company out of Florida. You heard right, Florida. Uh, which was founded in 1987, has actually paid out claims and has sold over 100,000 policies. It's not just these specialty companies who work on alien insurance. Larger companies offer alien insurance as add-on to the regular insurance. Some major insurance companies are following developments in space exploration and scientific breakthroughs, but have not yet taken the option to add that alien objection insurance to their offerings just yet. So there's some who are like, 
at the forefront of this alien the pioneers they're the pioneers of this uh which means they're gonna get i work in insurance and that means they're gonna get screwed <laughs> like <laughs> there's gonna be an alien abduction soon of like half the population they're gonna get out of business so i mean i'm just <laughs> because of insurance i think of things like how do you qualify for this insurance? And like, right. are you not eligible if you have a pre-existing condition? Right, of, right. Like, it's just higher premiums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Is it part of a bond care? Right. <laughs> it should be. If it's not, according to Geico.com, organizations can arrange for specialized insurance based on their needs. Uh, which, I, how do you? prove that i don't know if i was a good agent i would just include it in all farmers policies like any <laughs> if oh, you have a farm <laughs> you have a barn i have a like a suggestion for you i mean anyway. that's an upsell right <laughs> but maybe a good investment also yeah i'm a good agent if i'm suggesting that to you um but they don't cover cows that hasn't been mentioned in anything. They should totally cover cows, right? Do they cover cows as property? Or are you oh. saying that we should insure the cows as individuals? I'm saying that they are property, but they should be covered for alien abduction. I think PETA would disagree, but that's fine. Whatever, I mean, PETA. <laughs> this has been a rough two episodes for PETA. <laughs> yeah. In another article that we'll post in the show notes, the Royal Falcon Hotel in England actually insured its staff and customers against death and disability caused by ghosts, poltergeists, and other abnormal phenomena. Wow. So don't go to that hotel. <laughs> Something is happening there. But at the same time, if you're going to go to a haunted hotel, go to one that has your best interest in mind. Yeah. <laughs> Might make some bank, for sure. What's super interesting to me about all of this is that, you know, there's people out there in Florida, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, what's interesting is I saw on a map, we'll post it in the show notes, that Florida has some of the lowest rates of alien abduction. Really? Yeah, maybe it's because they're insured. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, it seems they're more careful now that they have insurance. Yeah. They don't want those rates going. Yeah. <laughs> but I also find it interesting that we're in a time, 2019, where football as a sport, organizations that work in football mm-hmm. are having a hard time getting insurance policies because of all of the issues. But we can get... But we can do alien. Yes. Yeah, so I'm just like, you can't play peewee football, but you know what I can sell you? Alien abduction insurance. I believe it. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot easier to prove that football ruined your life than an alien. <laughs> right? Doesn't it ruin people's lives? Many of my friends da- who have dads would say yes. That's true. Yes. Yes. Much yeah. easier to prove. Yeah, for sure. Um, but there are a lot of people like all over the place that purchase this insurance really yeah are they millionaires <laughs> uh i i mean i think they're crazy so like my example is the members of the cult heaven's gate purchased aliens abduction insurance from a london insurance agency called grip shortly before the- committing their mass suicide yeah i feel like you don't get the payout <laughs> i feel like they were now it just seems like they were trying to run an insurance scam <laughs> Like they bought the insurance and then they said, come take me away. (laughs) (laughs) They wanted to, they wanted that payout. (laughs) Like they thought for sure they were going to scam the world. Man. Right. I guess so. I mean, how do you, if they were going to jump on Haley's comic, did they have to wait 75 years till it came back around to collect on (laughs) the Yeah. Right. Like they're just stuck. Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. That's just, I don't know. I mean, I barely have enough insurance Current. If I didn't have right. a job, I wouldn't have life insurance. And right. I only have life insurance because I have a job that makes it basically helps, mandatory. Yeah, helps yeah. you get to do that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't know. Uh, I think to the even crazier than the fact that people buy this insurance is that people have made claims. 
Like that's insane to me. I mean, what do you mean claims? Like I, I make all kinds of claims. No, Are you, you know what I mean? Like claims like on their policy. Claims? Yeah, here. I'll, let me tell you. Like in 1990, a New York policyholder believed that an alien abducted him and left an implant in his body. No? Okay. No, I'm, I'm listening. I'm riveted. <laughs> <Okay>. I'm riveted. <laughs> an MIT professor analyzed the material and determined it was not from this planet. Quote, the professor couldn't verify it came from his body. Mike St. Lawrence, the creator of the policy, told Weird Historian. So he accepted the claim. And uh, what is the payout for a proven alien abduction claim? It has to be a lot of money because you're just <laughs> a sucker who's paying money into the system. And there has to be a lot because I don't imagine there's all these claims being paid out. Uh, it is $1 a year until death or up to a million years. Scam. Yep. <laughs> it's all it's all just a big scam. Although uh, I will say if somebody <laughs> was just like, I'll pay you $1 a year for a million years or until death i would be like i might take that bet it's just like because insurance is supposed to like make you whole for something terrible that happened and i feel like if i was abducted by an alien i would need more than a dollar a year to feel okay about it but that's just one policy person, right, right? so <laughs> other ones get... might have like real yeah, yeah. coverage right i don't know i think that's crazy that he get away with that i mean i would definitely be traumatized by being abducted by aliens as we've already discussed right but I do feel like a new house would definitely, right? yeah. You know, maybe not a dollar. Like, can I just combine my 50 years and just get $50? And we'll, <laughs> like, can I just take it all up front? Like, I don't. I know I'm not going to make it after 50 years. So <laughs> why are we prolonging this? I think the craziest part about this whole, like, claim itself is the agent that sold the policy is quoted as saying, I sent him a dollar a year for eight or nine years and then lost track of him, which suggests he may have been abducted again. I can't wait for this man to just reappear <laughs> right? and then collect that big payout. Yeah, now he'll get $2 a year. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, he he's going along. Because in the article that you read with this guy, you can't tell if he actually believes this nonsense or not. But then he says that, and you're like, is he the greatest con man of all time, or does he believe this? I mean, I'm on board with the idea of alien abduction insurance. Right. I think that there's all kinds of things we could be insured for. I think that's fair. Right. Totally fair. A dollar. Who would sign yeah, that policy? Right. A dollar a year yeah, payout. It's not fair. I mean, it doesn't even cost more than that to just, like, pay the credit card charges for a dollar. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, like, processing fees amount of money. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. If you're interested in this insurance, you can get it in Florida or England. So you should move out there. One other reason to move to Florida. Hard pass. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm not interested. I mean, I'm sure you could find alien abduction insurance in Pennsylvania. I feel like you probably also... I wonder if it's state-bound. I have no idea. We should we should look into this. Yeah. I mean, whenever I think about alien abductions, I always think of like those big wide states like Kansas where there's just nothing else. Yeah. You know, I think the same map that I was looking at said that Texas and Wyoming had like really high incidence of alien abductions huh. and that Florida had the least. That's so weird. And then there's insurance in Florida. I wonder. Maybe because they're just like, we're going to take your money. Right. Yeah. Florida's like, please do. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we should start an insurance company. Oh, we should. I have some licenses. <laughs> not not alien licenses, but I can work on it. Find that textbook. Oh, man. <laughs> studying. I'm on board. We'll talk about this again. <laughs> okay. You want to play play a game? Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. So we're going to play a game. It's a little bit like Desert Island, but it's our version, which mm -hmm. is stuck in a haunted house. <laughs> yeah. Here's the scenario. You're told you get $1 million if you can stay the night and make it till dawn in this mm -hmm. haunted house. But you're allowed to bring one person, mm -hmm. one tool, okay, and one comfort item 
But mm-hmm. if you agree to this, as soon as you open the door to leave this haunted house, no more million dollars. Okay. Okay. So it's like it's you a need re- someone to get you through it. Yeah. And like a tool. Yeah. You gotta to get like that and down. So, what three things do you bring? Okay. The person I'd bring would be the Long Island medium. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Right? Wow. Twist. I know. Twist. I think she'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, the comfort thing would be white cheddar popcorn that I would also use as a tool to not get lost. Oh. Yeah. And then the, the actual tool I've been really struggling with. I don't want to pick like a violent item because I don't want to like i feel like thinking haunted not serial killer right um no it's haunted with like ghosts and ghosts and, and demons like, okay and demons yeah. crap oh then i guess a tool would be like a like a blessed cross oh interesting yeah yeah because you don't want anything that they can turn against you that's the thing i was like gun i was like no because mm-hmm. i don't know how to handle a gun <laughs> Like, I'd be giving them a gun. So, no, I can't. That's now the thing. ghost has a gun. I was even, like, maybe a corkscrew because me and Long Island Medium, I know we love wine. But, like, again, could be used against me. So, I was mm-hmm. like, no, I can't do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so my three things is I I don't know what, like, who the exact person is, but I need somebody who's more afraid of ghosts than me. Right, okay. So, just whoever that whoever is. Whoever that is, okay. Bringing them. Okay. What a sucker. I love it. <laughs> The tool that I would bring, I think it would have to be something like, um, I know a multi-tool is like cheating and I don't mean a multi-tool specifically, like I guess like a screwdriver is what I would bring. Okay, a screwdriver? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing that I'd bring for a comfort item is I would bring some booze. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I think the problem with bringing someone more scared than you is, like, unless they also have a million dollars on the line, they might just bail. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess I didn't think the rules suits. You cannot leave. Well, let's just say they both can't leave. Yeah. No one leaves. <laughs> if you bring them, they're stuck as well, long as you Well, then now I want to bring duct tape instead so I can just <laughs> tape them down. Tape them down. Maybe I should tape myself down and then you just have to be there and <laughs> yeah. ride it out. That's a good plan if you tape oh. yourself. But then it, they can get you. You can't spend a million dollars if you're dead. But... They scare you to death. Okay, so tell me why. Um, Long Island Medium, because she sees ghosts and shit, so, like, I feel like I could be like, what's going on over there? And then she could be like, oh, nothing. Like, that rustling, that's just two ghosts hooking up. Like, nothing to be afraid of. She's like, there's a ghost, there's a ghost, there's a ghost. Yeah, and then she'd be like, oh, that one's a problem. Like, that's a (laughs) demon, and he wants to murder us. So we should go, let's go over here. And, like, she's so chill and, like, Mm -hmm. badass. Like, I feel like I'd be just be like, wherever you want to go, Long Island Medium. Just take me to wherever. And I think I would pick the the cross because I do think, like, when it comes down to it, demons are way more scary than ghosts to me. Because ghosts, like, probably still have somewhat of a soul deep down in there. Mm -hmm. And they're just, like, traumatized. But demons are horrifying to me and they can't. I like to think that crosses would actually keep them away. Mm. So. Okay. Yeah. And then I love white cheddar popcorn. I, I eat it all the time. It's also not too heavy, so I feel like I could still run if I needed to. And also I can <laughs> use it to not get lost. Yeah. yeah. Or as a pillow. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a multi-tool in its it own really right. It really is. Yeah. You use it to dust for fingerprints. You're like, is it somebody in this house or is it a ghost? <laughs> yeah. Leave a trap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I would need to bring somebody more afraid than I was because I think that mothering instinct that I have would kick in. And so I would be distracted about their, like, comfort Mm -hmm. that I'd be like, okay, we just got to get through this. And then that would cause me to be, like, the level-headed person. That's awesome. (laughs) You just (laughs) need somebody more afraid. I thought they were a sacrifice. 
<laughs> oh, you know, I do think too, like, if at some point they couldn't handle it, I'd be like, all right, well, I'm just going to leave you here. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to go forward. Yeah. Um, the other thing is I would want to bring a screwdriver because I think it would make sense to take the doors off their hinges. That does make sense. Yeah. I'm sure there's a, there's but a then host what, of other problems that come with that. I'm just like, you know what? One less thing to worry about, doors opening and closing. Yeah, but then you can't close it from bad stuff. Yeah, but the ghosts can walk they through They can always it, get there. So it's just kind of like... Evening the playing fields almost. Yeah. Or you could use it to take the doors off the hinges. A weapon. And board yourself in. Yeah. You know. Yeah, for it just sure. just seems like that would be useful. Because a, a lot of things can be a hammer, if we're being honest. Right? <laughs> yeah, so anything like, really. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would want to bring alcohol because I think that I could drink enough that I could just sleep through it. That's such a good point. And like, the more drunk you get, the less scary everything is. So Listen like... here, ghost. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what your big problem is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Probably because you can't get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, And then the ghost is just taking care of you. Like, oh, she's puking everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. Get exactly. her to the tub. Get yeah. her to the tub. Or like, you know, if you really have to like do yourself in because you're like, this is too much, you can drink yourself to death or set yourself on fire. Oh, wow. No. Perfect. I mean, set yourself on fire. You were like tough. I would not. If I was like to the point where I was like, well, there's no way out except to like end things for myself I'm just like well I guess that's one thing you can do yeah for sure yeah I would try try the drinking it first part though for sure oh yeah 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 oh my god we would do so good in a haunted house (laughs) (laughs) we would be amazing we would crush it that's why there's no movie about us because it'd be so boring I didn't want to say that I would bring you with me to a haunted house to be more scared I would be I I would be such a I'm not brave at all I can't eat any of that white cheddar popcorn also so I feel like that would be a waste of a comfort item that you would bring and I'd be like I can't do anything with this thanks Meg is it because it's the white cheddar it's the the cheese cheese. damn I would be haunted by my own intestines that's funny (laughs) The idea of being, like, in a haunted house, but having, like, uh, such anxiety about it that you're just, like, in the bathroom. Just locked there for the whole night. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, I just can't. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm not brave. I would... There... I... <sighs> Is there lights in this haunted house? I don't know. I, can uh, get I don't know. As long as there's, like, one room with lights, I think I could do it. Mm. Um, there was my dad. This is, like, probably, we're, we might need to cut this. It might be too long of a story. But um, my dad, when he, he works up in Ithaca, and when he first started, they let him live on the grounds of the hospital. Mm-hmm. And um, he had this creepy fucking house and he'd be gone all day and he was so scared he was sleeping on the bottom floor but then when I came I had to sleep on the top floor by myself and it made noises that no house should make at all hours of the day what how old were you when you this was like college I just graduated college this was like a few years ago and it was his attitude had been different he was at getting really agitated and grumpy and weird and like I was like dad it's this fucking house like something is and it wasn't a ghost but i was like there's something fucked up here but the the whole point of this is that all i would do is i wouldn't sleep during the night i would take my laptop he didn't have any internet i would watch the same five dvds that i brought just from (laughs) night to morning and then when he went to work i would sleep all day Mm -hmm. because i was so even during the day that house was horrifying and you were just there voluntarily yeah because he was you know getting in he he was living there by himself and like getting in a weird headspace and i had just graduated college so i had nowhere else to be i wasn't Mm -hmm. working yet so i was like i'll just go visit you and kind of like you know make the place nice and we'll go get dinner and go to the movies and stuff and it was like after that i was like you have to move out of that place and he (laughs) did and he's much happier now and not as grumpy but it like was it was like a dark cloud it was crazy so that's what i would do i would just take my dvds and Mm -hmm. sit in a room with all the lights on and hope for the best yeah yeah 
All right. Well, nice. Nice game. Yeah, that was fun. Find us at the places you get podcasts. Visit our website to check out more show notes at realchillspodcast.com. Special thanks to Libby Rindell for doing our show artwork. Audio help by Sam Williamson. Follow us on Instagram at Real Chills Podcast. Got a spooky story of your own? Maybe not your story. It could even be the one about that time your mom's friend's friend found a haunted diary at the bottom of a well. We want them all. Visit our webpage at realchillspodcast.com slash submit and tell us more. I was, oh, bless you. <laughs> That's Moose mm-hmm. sneezing.